Hello and welcome to the Balancing Act podcast for working mums. Here you can find the tools and inspiration you need to overcome the constant juggle and live with more simplicity, ease and fulfilment in your everyday. I'm your host, Debbie, a balance coach and a working mum myself. And I'm super happy to be here with you. Hello, hello, hello. A very warm welcome to episode number 72 of the Balancing Act podcast. And this is the first episode of 2022. Woohoo! So a very, very happy new year to you, whatever it has had in store so far. Um... Today I want to talk about the, um, I guess, the cliche theme of the new year around goal setting because this is something I feel so, so passionate about. Um, I feel that goals can be one of those things that are either like completely supportive and nourishing and good for us or the total opposite, like completely destructive and not helpful in the slightest, actually like the total opposite of, of helpful. And so um, I bring you this episode today, like whatever your relationship with goals is this new year. And if um, if it is a mindset that you're in at the minute, I would really encourage you to go back and listen to episode number 71, where I, I shared um, ways to like four key questions that will allow you to reflect on the year that has just been because I feel like that is the vital first step in setting any new goals. And if you would like some further support in either of these two things, either reflecting on last year or setting intentions for this year. Um, and actually, if you would like the combination of both of those two things together, then all through January, I am offering reflect what I'm calling reflect and renew sessions. And there is a special pricing of £49 until the 6th of January, my first day back to work after which point the, the price will double. So if you are keen, then please do book in now. And these are particularly for you if um you know, if 2021 felt challenging, if you have, if you ended with this feeling of like stuckness or frustration or like maybe a sense of procrastination or feeling like you hadn't made the progress that you want and you're just, you're ready to like actually start taking actions on your bigger dreams and particularly like if those dreams revolve around work, if you've got inklings of a new business idea or if you want to just switch things up um. At, at home as well. You know, if you if you want more space for your own sense of personal well-being, then all of those are things that I can support you with. Um, the, um, the package consists of like an in-depth questionnaire to really get clear on, on how 2021 was for you, a 90-minute coaching session, and then a workbook to take away to really implement and document your action plan. So yeah, I am super excited. Um, I really cannot wait to get going with these and I really look forward to supporting as many of you as possible. So please do get booked in if it's something that feels good for you. Now, let's get on with the episode today. 
And this is all around, yeah, our relationship with setting goals and how to make that feel like a nourishing, um, supportive relationship. And, you know, maybe um, you are in the new year, new you mindset and you you have the inclination for setting some really big, juicy goals. Like maybe you've set them already. And if so, this episode is here to support you in like being able to really meet those goals and take you that step further along in your your progress. Or like maybe you haven't set goals, maybe you just haven't got around to it. Maybe you you feel like you don't really know what you want or like why you would want to set goals. Or maybe you haven't because you've tried it so many times in the past that you you know that it just doesn't work for you. Like goals just aren't your thing. And whichever of those three camps you're in, then I really encourage you to to listen on and um, see if this slightly different perspective is supportive and will will help you get into uh, like a better frame of mind around goals. It's here to support you. And so what I'm going to do is bust the number one myth that I find um, coming up in the in people setting goals. And that is we set goals based on a particular outcome, like a particular tangible thing. And it's really obvious that we could do that. Um, if you are in the corporate world, then you will, or maybe even if you're not, you'll probably be familiar with smart goals, like something measurable, specific. And, you know, that, I guess that mindset does have its place, but it's not the whole picture. And the bit that's missing from it is really the vital ingredient for me. So, when we set goals, as say, related to this particular thing, we we think that when we get there, it will mean something about us, that somehow we will be different once we have achieved that thing. And if we can make that outcome happen, then the, I guess, the, the qualities that we want to take on will like automatically follow and why we do that is because we associate the type of person who does those things as having those particular traits or qualities or characteristics. And we want to be more like that. And like this mindset can often be the number one reason we give up. And if we take time to dig a little bit deeper and learn how to use it to our advantage, then it can also be like a real opportunity and become the number one reason we stick to goals. Um, and the difference between those two um, things is asking ourselves re- one really simple question, and that is why? Like, why do we want that thing? And what type of person are we hoping to become in the process? So like why I say it's a myth is because we often set the goal, but we don't take time to 
think or acknowledge what it is that we think this thing will mean about us. And so then when when that's not happening, like when that bit is missing, we we give up so easily. So let's take a, an example um to to demonstrate this. Let's think of a marathon, a very typical um New Year goal. If you don't think of the why behind your goal, like you want you want to do the marathon, um, but you don't take time to think of of the why behind it, then you'll you'll set a, a training program, and inevitably there will be challenges will come along. Like you'll get busy, um, you will like training. You maybe you get like injured because the the training program wasn't suited to you. Maybe um, you just lose enthusiasm and interest and all of these things can happen really quite quickly as well, like quicker than we anticipate. Um, and so we we very readily then back out of the goal because we don't have any deeper meaning attached to it. Um, and then let's consider the flip side. So we do take that time to think about why this is meaningful to us, like what we think will be a different um, when we achieve that goal and what type of person are we hoping to become in the process? And that can like, that can really shift things. So let's say you've decided you want to do a marathon because you want to get fitter. Um, so what is it about being a fitter person that you want to achieve? Like, let's say you associate fit people with being healthier, um, maybe healthier physically, healthier mentally. Um, maybe you think of them as being happier. Um, and so actually your goal is though are those things like you want to be the type of person who is fit healthy and happy, let's say. And so what do you need to make that goal inevitable? So instead of coming up with that, the like all or nothing training program that you go full hog at and then can't sustain, you can think of something that feels a bit more like incremental, something like a goal that is um, like small enough to make those things inevitable. So say that becomes, I'm going to run three times a week and I'm going to like eat my portions of fruit and veg, for example. So if I do those things, it's inevitable that I will become fitter, I will become healthier and I will become happier. And then it's like, rather than the all or nothing approach, even if you miss like a day or even if you miss a week with having those smaller um, points of consistent action, you're always getting closer to your goal than if you hadn't done those things in the first place. And, you know, maybe you will reach the end of the year not being marathon fit, but you will still have achieved the underlying goal of being healthier, happier and fitter. Or maybe you will be marathon fit, like maybe you'll start on that path, realise that this really is like it's becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy and you do, you are really enjoying taking the action. And so you do go on to run the marathon as like as the end um, outcome. 
And so I wonder in this, like, can you see the difference? Like it's we we attach these the specific outcomes and think that 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 is the thing we want, whereas actually it's often the underlying um, association that we have with the type of person we want to become. Um, so yeah, I hope that is helpful. I hope that feels supportive. Um, I would love to know how this lands with you. And as I mentioned at the start, if you would love some further support in either reflecting back on, on last year or in applying this process to making your goals feel inevitable, then please do book in for a Reflect and Renew session through January. And just a reminder that the price goes up from the 6th. So um, yeah, I look forward to speaking to you soon and um, Happy New Year once again. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Balancing Act podcast. If you'd like to connect with other working mums just like you who are seeking more balance in their everyday, then come join us on the free Facebook community, The Balance Act for Working Mums. If you've loved what you've heard, I would be incredibly grateful if you could rate and review the podcast on your favourite platform so that we can spread the word to all the working mums out there looking for more balance. Until then, I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. Bye for now.